Jesus said, Let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Every good endeavor is a gift from God. Here on Faith Marketplace Radio, you'll be inspired, equipped, and encouraged in your work as you hear business leaders share how their faith impacts their work. Joining us every Saturday at noon on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. For Faith Marketplace Radio, here's Marketplace Veteran and your host, Bob Lambert. Good morning and good afternoon, Chicago land. We're beaming out here all over the world from AM 1160, Hope for Your Life, here in Chicago. And yes, if you go out there and download the app, you can listen to us from anywhere. So the excuse is, hey, Bob, I got a shop. I'm out with a soccer field. No, you can listen to it if you want to. Just download the app and you can listen to it live. If you can't do that, then get out to faithmarketplace.com. We have all the podcasts. Can't believe we've been on nine years now. We're 700 interviews. Wow. Got a lot of brilliant interviews. And boy, have we got a great one for you today. So Faith Marketplace, here at Faith Marketplace, we equip individuals, entrepreneurs, and small business owners with resources plus community to make a kingdom impact, to glorify our mighty God while gaining inspiration from marketplace leaders. I'm Bob Lambert, again, the host of Faith Marketplace and the founding partner of the Samurai Business Group. At Samurai, we offer entrepreneurs, individuals, and small mid-market companies and their teams advanced business development and sales skills training. Most of our clients report that they have doubled or tripled their top-line revenue within 12 to 18 months. And that's a God thing, believe me. At Samurai Business Group, we put the win back in your sales. And I am so excited to introduce today Paul L. Dark III. Uh, And there's a story behind that also, the name that he was given by his grandmother. He is the managing partner of Benefit Management Associates right here in Chicago, um, and he's going to tell you a little bit. We're going to tell you a lot more about his company and how long he's been around doing that. But, Paul, welcome. Thank you, sir. I really appreciate it. Uh, I like the uh, the whole setup here. Yeah? I love that. And I love that introduction, taking care of business. I, I really enjoyed that. Well, you know, that came as a, a theme song I've used for a long time. But, you know, when it struck me when I got the show, it's we're taking business, taking care of there business for Jesus. That's right. And for God. You know that's I mean? right. That's what this is about. We're, we're, we're bringing business and faith together. You that's know? right. Which oftentimes people bifurcate. They, 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 they section off their life. But yeah. as you and I said back in the green room before we started, you can't separate those things. Sure. We're, we're bringing those in. You're sure. going to be the personification of that today. All right. Hey, listen, I'm, I'm really curious. You had a quote that you shared with me. Uh, and I want you to share it with the audience. And what's the significance of that quote to you? You know, it's it's weird because I have uh, I've been blessed. I mean, I, I have a wonderful wife, Veronica Dark. I have three lovely uh, daughters, Brianna, Tyler, and Lindsay. You are blessed, man. <laughs> and I also have two great son-in-laws, uh, Sidney McClay and uh, Obeno Majiku. Obeno Majiku is from Nigeria, and mm-hmm. we have some of the deepest, deepest conversations all the time on the deck. And one, there was one incident, and you know he is a person that um that is um very very committed uh he's a person that's goal orientated and what i used to always tell him was that through this whole process of life and and remember that god is under control god yeah. is under control on everything that we do yep. so that journey that god puts us through in life is equal if not more equal than the destination. Uh, The destination is key, but all the things and tools that we learn 
reaching that destination is extremely important. Yeah, and the other thing, too, about that, which is really profound to me, is, uh, you know, when I came to the Lord 21 years, I had to get my hand off the wheel because I was no longer guiding my life. He took over. You know? Right, right, I, right. I have to constantly, every day, reinforce that, that get your hand off the wheel, Bob. God's yep. got this covered. Yep. And what a beautiful metaphor to leave with them because you're absolutely right. And how many times have we had a destination or goal in mind and, and we got diverted from that or God had some di- different thing that he wanted us to do. Right? True. Or led yeah. us into. And I know that you shared with me how God speaks to you in, in dreams. You oh, know? God, yeah. I mean, you know, this, is, this has been going on for quite some time. I, I have a very dear uh, grandmother that I love to death. I mean, I was raised uh, by my grandparents. You know, unfortunately, um, my, my father, who was in medical school at that particular time, you know, back in the 60s, mm-hmm. you know, um, people of color were not allowed to go to some of them. The medical schools, unfortunately, he had to go to Tennessee in order to receive his doctorate mm. degree to be a to be a dentist. So I was raised by my grandmother, and my grandmother used to all out of all our grandkids, she used to always communicate to me and say that you know you have something special, and your communication with God may be a little bit different from everyone else. And I started to see that as I got older, uh-huh. and just telling uh, you earlier that. My communication with God comes in dreams, yeah. but it's not fiction dreams. It's, right. it's reality. Yeah. You know, God brings me back, and I say, you know, things like, why did this happen? You know, 20 years ago, why did that happen? And for me, what happened is that God will bring things into a room set and says, remember when such and such happened, that's why that happened. No kidding. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. Wow. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's that's yeah. phenomenal when you think about it. And I know you related another personal story in that that uh, we won't touch into. Right, right. Hey, um, you know, uh, did you come out of bouncing baby Christian boy? Is that no? You let, know, let's let people know. Yeah, Paul yeah, Dark yeah, and yeah. Right, right, right. You know what what happened as most uh, um, little kids, especially being of color. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, my grandmother and my grandfather introduced me to my faith. Okay. With God. Okay. And we lived two blocks away from the church. <laughs> two blocks. So we were constantly in the church. Yeah. You know, doing a lot of things that kids uh, should or should not do, being mischievous. But, you know, as you start going through the whole process and uh, getting a little bit uh, older, you started learning things about God and mm-hmm. and how instrumental God is to us. You know, from a personal and uh, a personal level, and even now my business level you mentioned before that we should not um separate the two and we really shouldn't right. because god controls everything that we do in our you everyday bet. life and he owns your business too oh absolutely <laughs> he's a ceo you, he, you is, got he is a ceo you, yeah i tell people all the time you know i said i want to introduce you to people that run my company and they look at you like what right. i said god's the chairman right jesus christ is a ceo and that's the holy right. spirit's a ceo that's that's right <laughs> so if those guys are for me who could be against right. me right I'm, I'm just that's why i tell people i'm a managing partner partner i'm just a tool yeah. That's it. Yeah. You're the yeah. steward exactly. of that business. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. God's got to cover one way or the other. Uh, you know, and we're only here for a whisper, you know, when you That's think true. about it. So he's, he's got this whole thing covered. So, you know, walk me through grade school. Where, where, what did that look like for you with this religious family or this upbringing you had? Yeah. Well, more, well grade school, we were in the in the Lutheran. Uh, we, my grandmother was a Lutheran. Mm-hmm. And throughout grade school, uh, through high school, because the best schools back 
uh, in the 70s were mm-hmm. Catholic schools. Mm-hmm. I attended Catholic school and started okay. to learn the uh, the Catholic faith mm-hmm. and just kind of compared it to, to the Lutheran faith. I guess, but the conclusion that I came up with, you know, <laughs> that everything is surrounded by who? By God. That's right. You know, so it, it really doesn't matter if, if you yeah. veer off, yeah. you know, to Palm Baptist, Lutheran, <laughs> right. Catholic. Yeah. I mean, as, as long as the synergy and the, and the faith base is with God, well, we're good. You know what shocks me, Paul, is as I get out there, all the different versions of the Bible. Yeah. I mean, it's like, how yeah. can we have so many different versions yeah. of the same thing? Yeah, you know, the yeah, word, yeah, you know, yeah. the original word and all that stuff. But you're right. You know, uh, as long as it's steeped in that, you know, that God is the originator of this and sure. you know, it's the word and so on and so forth. You can have all the slicing and dicing you want. But sure. I, somebody actually said to me, well, Bob, what do you believe? And I said, that's easy. Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior and the Bible is the whole truth. Absolutely. And they looked at me like they were shocked. The Bible's the whole, what are you talking about? All these stories. And I said, look, you can't parse this out. You can't pick and choose what you want. I, that, that's where faith comes in. Did Jonah get swallowed by the whale? All these, some of these tales that come in there. Well, that's where you faith steps in. True. You either believe it or you don't. True. You know, and you True. take that leap or you take that walk, and you understand True. that. And you know, I, it, that's just me. You know, True. I don't, I don't push anybody else. But I said, you know, and the person was shocked when I just boom like that. I came yeah. out with. I'm a very simple person when it comes to this stuff. Same I don't here. try to make this complicated. Oh, yeah, you know? same here. I mean, life is tough enough, so we <laughs> yeah. definitely don't want to complicate things like well, this. Well, God point. didn't make it complicated. Oh, yeah, know? we did. Yeah, we did. We, yeah, we, we made, did. You know, we're the ones that made this complicated. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And continually make it complicated. And, uh, you know, it, it, to your point, too, you talked about prayer earlier. Well, prayer is individual to me. Mm-hmm. You know, it is really individual. And it really has to be your heart. When, oh, you're, yeah. when you're talking to God, and I know you do, talking to God, it's about your heart. You know, that's what oh, he yeah. wants. He doesn't want some intellectual exercise. Okay, uh-huh. now I got to check this box, and I got to say this or something <laughs> like that, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and it's so funny that you mentioned that because throughout my everyday life, you know, and, and being an entrepreneur is not the same as, as working for someone. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's like your, your, your faith with God is being tested Every single day, every single hour. Right. And a lot of time, you know, I look back and I think over the years, you know, what I've accomplished. You know, this this organization started in 1994, mm-hmm. you know, only through God that it got me thus where I am right now. Yeah. And often I'm, I had to question or even second doubt it myself. Oh, yeah. And said, you know, is this the right God? Is this the right thing that I should be doing for myself? for you, for my family. Right. And every time I said, God, you know, just, you know, just throw me a little hint. And <laughs> within, within a day or two, I would get the hint. <laughs> I love it. I can't believe we're through this first segment. Already. We got a lot to cover here, folks, so you're going to have to stay All tuned. Right. But I'm proud to welcome Inbound Studio as a sponsor of Faith Marketplace. They have generously provided their talent and expertise to develop and maintain the Faith Marketplace website. Go out there and check it out. Hey, let us know what you think of it. Marshall Mullet, the owner, has a mission to help small and medium-sized businesses be more effective and efficient with their uh, getting results from their marketing technology. Uh, with a vast experience, Inbound Studios builds websites using inbound marketing methodology that provides a beautiful visitor experience that has them coming back for more. So you guys are going to be the test of that. Come back for more. As a result, the company has evolved into being a premier provider of web technology services in the Midwest. I encourage you to go out and check them out. 
inboundstudio.studio. Again, inboundstudio.studio. And I'm going to be right back here with my special guest, Paul Dark. He is the founding partner and the managing partner of Benefit Management Associates. This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, we're back here with my special guest, Paul Dark. He's the managing partner of Benefit uh, Management Associates. Uh, we're going to get into that, Benefit Management Associates. Now, get, let's go back in history here a little bit, Paul. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just didn't start this coming out of the gate out of school. What, what happened on, when you came out of school? What was the first thing you did? You know, it's, it's interesting because... Throughout my childhood, I knew, I knew through God that Paul Dark wanted to be an entrepreneur. Ah, okay. And it was a, I was at a very young age. I think I was like around 13 years old. Mm. And, you know, I, I, I think about this all the time through God and, and my mom and my grandma that they provided me with the tools that I needed in order to be successful in doing this. And I thank them every single day. My grandmother, just a little story. My grandmother, uh, I was working for Prudential, not really happy in regards mm-hmm. to what I was doing. And she said, well, what do you want to do? What What do you want to do? And I said, I used to call her Nana. Right. I said, Nana, I want to start my own business. She said, well, what does it take to do it? I said, I don't know. She said, well, find out. And she told me, she said, you know what? What I need you to do is I need you to write down how much you need to pay all your bills off for one year, but I want you to include the girls' birthdays, Easter, Christmas, wow. Wow. your wife's birthday, every single finance that you can imagine for one year right? and give me that amount. I gave her that amount. Uh-huh. She said, go to the bank and go get the money. Wow. We go, get to, go to the bank and go get the money. Wow. And I knew I had one year to turn this business around. Wow. Or I was going back to corporate America. Right. So that was the guidance right there because of the fact that I did not want to go back right. to corporate America. But, you know, I was blessed by by having the faith not only through God but through my grandmother no you know, to believe yeah. in me. You know, you also t- told me you were surrounded by entrepreneurs as a kid growing up, right? Absolutely. Yeah. My, 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 once again, my dad was a uh, was a dentist. Mm-hmm. All of his friends were in the in dental school and in dentists. Uh, they had, uh, I mean, just a whole surrounding of entrepreneurs. Okay. And I knew that was something that I wanted to do. I wanted to be in control. But you know, a lot of people, and I want to talk to the audience today to let them know that, you know, when you see the 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 peachy peachy side of being an entrepreneur it is some hard hard labor guys and gentlemen and females yeah. it's some hard labor yep. so a lot of things that you see you know there's a lot of hard work involved with yep. this yeah you know and again a lot of people don't see the hours you put in the worries the anxiety you know especially if you have employees making payroll mm-hmm. you know and doing all those things especially when there's a downturn in the in business or you get, get through some rocky financial times you know what does that take well, it really takes a strong leaning on the Lord. Sure. <laughs> you know, number Absolutely. one, prayer, get on your knees. Absolutely. But also that you have to recognize the fact that you have an obligation. Sure. You know, and a lot of this is, is in your hands, and the guidance comes from Him. Absolutely. And also the people that you surround yourself with. Absolutely. You know, and Absolutely. having 
good brothers and sisters in Christ around you, speaking love and truth to you, mm-hmm. because we get off the rails. Yeah. You know, and yeah. we don't know what we don't know sometimes, or we ignore some things, you know, That's that true. we shouldn't be ignoring. <laughs> oh, no, I totally agree. Totally <laughs> now, agree. You also told me, uh, you know, you shared a little story about your pastor now, so they, they tell the audience about your pastor. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, it's funny. I, I have a extremely good relationship with my pastor. He's going to kill me, but... Uh, <laughs> You know, we, we have a, a very private uh-huh. relationship. And what I mean by that is the fact that, you know, during the congregation and inside of the congregation, we don't communicate a lot, but we have uh, monthly breakfast meetings and mm-hmm. just kind of converse together and sure. uh, fellowship mm-hmm. and talk about certain things. And, you know, he took me on as his little brother. Yeah, And it's ironic that... His name is Gerald January. Okay. My birthday's in January. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> my birthday's in January, and we communicate and talk all the time. So I have an excellent uh, relationship and rapport, you know, not only with God, but, you know, what he's done for me is that he has me in a mindset now where my faith with God has risen tremendously because of Gerald January. That's great. Yeah. That's awesome. That's great to also have a spiritual mentor like that that can breathe into you. And I'm sure you're contributing a lot back to him. Oh, absolutely. Because, you know, the congregation is made up of a lot of people. Most of them have to go to work on Monday. And what doesn't get, you know, and and I don't want to get my soapbox too much, but what doesn't get preached from that pulpit is that business is ministry. Going to work is, it's in the Bible more times than worship, work. Mm -hmm. God created us to make work. And he also created us to be disciples, no mm-hmm. matter where, and to work with excellence mm-hmm. as Christians, even in a, any kind of environment we have to work, because we got to be that beacon on the hill. Mm-hmm. So, you know, unfortunately, most people leave Jesus in the car on Monday True. when they get into work. True. You know? True. Uh, we're fortunate that we have our businesses. We can bring Jesus right into work. Oh, with absolutely. Us, you know, and do all that. Hey, uh, let's talk a little bit, you know, let the f- folks know what Benefit Management Associates does. So you broke out, you got the loan. What is it really, what do you guys do? You know, interesting. Uh, you know what? I'm in one of the, pro- for, for most uh, millennials, I am in one of the most boring industries out there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we talk about insurance, and typically when we talk about insurance, you know, people tend to procrastinate, but, mm-hmm. you know, but it's something that, that we have to learn this tool. You know, it's, it's really unfortunate that uh, a lot of our, our school systems here do not emphasize finance, do not mm, emphasize yep. the importance of finance, yep. do not in, uh, emphasize the importance of insurance and how it works. See, we right. we feel as if the insurance tool is just basically for someone to say, when I pass away and leave this earth, I want to make sure that X, Y, Z is taken care of. And that's not really what it's for. Right. I mean, we can use insurance as a financial tool. Right. We can definitely use uh um, insurance as a financial tool, and it's done all the time, and it's uh, it's it's something that that we have to educate our millennials and other people the importance and the value of these type of tools. So, what's the target car- companies, or what's the target audience for you? Yeah, what we do is that we work a lot with organizations, and our our sweet spot if you say it would be at least 20 employees. Okay. You know, we, we, we tend to focus on 50-plus employees, but, you know, we will accommodate in companies that have at least 20 employees or more. And just to get them in the mindset to understand that 
insurance or group insurance or employee insurance is not just for the corporate, quote unquote, the corporate 500 companies. Right, right. You know, you can have a company of 10 people and we will actually make it cost effective for you. Okay. We will take your budget yep. and we will curtail a product that fits your budget. Right. Okay. Because it's one of the biggest expenses, isn't it? Absolutely. And you also, know, it's a thing you better have to draw employees. Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. because you know when we look at when we look at you, you made a good point. When you look at um, the the it's the second largest, the first largest obviously is payroll. Right. The second largest insurance, and how do how do we retain? How do we keep good employees? You have to offer something than just a salary. Right. And typically, it's in right. incentives like right. the insurance. Yeah, especially healthcare. Uh, that's absolutely, really important right absolutely. now. And I know that's one of the things you cover. So it's really what you're telling me, the problem you help them solve is something that's affordable, right? Correct, correct. And, you know, there's so many different levels and forms of insurance. Mm -hmm. When it comes from the company-orientated, a lot of of companies uh, are not aware of the different types of insurance that are available. Mm -hmm. We we do things, uh, we do level funding, we do self-funding. And what Mm -hmm. level funding and self-funding does for the employer is it has the ability to put premium back into their pockets right. once they're done? Yeah, and a lot of them don't know about this. They, I mean, they it's sure a don't. Little known fact, oftentimes that. I mean, how many how many employers would love to say, "I pay two hundred thousand dollars annually in employ in, in insurance costs for my employees." However, BMA provided me with a fifty thousand dollar check at the end, and that's something that we do. Yeah. That I, yeah. I, I, amen, amen. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I gotta tell you, that's worth, yeah. that's gold. Yeah. So, any of you employers out there, anybody that knows employers, you know, you need to know Paul. And yeah. so, how do people get a hold of you, Paul? Uh, we have a number of ways. Uh, we're on social media. We're on the we're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on LinkedIn. Uh, our website is uh, www.benefitmn.com. NGT.com. Okay. Uh, we also can be reached at email is info at benefitmngt.com. And lastly, the phone number at the office is 312-265-5097. Okay. That's great, folks. So hopefully you wrote that down, and uh, we're going to have it out there in our podcast also to reinforce that. So if you miss this and you want to go back and connect with Paul. He's got lots of ways for you to connect to him and a lot of information he's got out there for you too, especially some of these educational things. Now, I know you're doing some things out in the community. Why don't you share that with younger people and some of the things you told me about? Oh, yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's funny. My, my, my kids, particularly I have daughters, and I've, I've indirectly mentor kids. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, they, they come to me. They, they, in fact, they call me Papa Dark. Yeah. They call me Papa Dark. <laughs> Papa Dark. You know, Papa Dark or, or P-Papa, as my uh, God, uh, my grandson calls me P-Papa. My <laughs> granddaughter, she's not well enough. I mean, she's not old enough to call me that, but they call me P-Papa now. But, you know, I, I've, I've mentored kids, and, and one of the things that I found out was that one of the things that we tend to do as adults is that we don't we don't understand that these young kids, millennials, they have a voice too. You bet. And we have to learn how to listen to these kids. Okay. Yeah, and that that's so true. But also just the mentoring and the other things you told me, and we're going to get into that in the next segment sure. a little bit. Sure. And also a, a organization I'm very familiar with that you're now right. on the board of, which right. I was so thrilled to hear that you are. Right. We want to talk about that. So in the next segment, folks, you got to stay tuned because we're going to be coming back here with Paul. 
And we're going to dig into also, how does he integrate his faith and work? I mean, that's what this whole show is about, you know, is how do we do this thing? How do we navigate that? Uh, what's important? You know, the types of things that you want to do to think about that, especially if you have employees, you had customers, you got vendors, you know, that is, uh, that's a ministry. Yeah. As we yeah. like to coin that, it's a business, a business tree, right. <laughs> business right. tree, business true. and ministry. Okay, we're combining those two things together. So you want to stay tuned for us? I'm going to be back here next segment with Paul Dark, managing partner of Benefit Management Associates. All right. This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, are you guys looking for ways to increase your business out there? Are you hungry for business? Relationships that matter, that helps you grow personally, professionally, and spiritually. Well, welcome to G7 Networking with Purpose, where we form relationships that lead to quality referrals and life transformation. Experience networking with others of like mind and spirit via monthly meetings that follow a powerful format that invites interaction and connection. Immerse yourself in the proprietary G7 app, sharing leads, prayer requests, and increased visibility with other G7 network members. Chapters are forming here in Chicagoland and around the U.S. Visit g7networking.com for details with a chapter nearest you. I'm proud to announce that I am the regional director for this. And also that just God blessed us with five chapters in the first quarter here wow. in Chicago. So, wow. yeah, we, we, there's people of interest all over the Chicagoland area that want to start chapters or whatever. So just get out there and you can text me at 312-210-0603 with the keyword G7. And I will get back to you and give you any kind of information you need. But uh, if you want to take a look at it and kick the tires on, go out there and check out g7networking.com. Well, I'm back here with Paul Dark, and we were uh, talking about his organization, uh, which he uses the an acronym BMA for, which Correct. is uh, Be- Benefit Management Associates. So, Paul, you know, we took off a little bit from that, but also uh, you recently have been appointed to a board of an organization that I really got is near and dear to my heart. But why don't you share that with the audience and what you're doing there? You know, it's, you know, actually, the organization is called SBAC. It's for Small Business Advisory Council. And I know during the, the earlier before the segment, you and I talked and, mm-hmm. and we found out we had something in common with Elliot Richardson, who's the bet. co-founder. Yep. And, you know, it's, it's a funny story. Real quick, uh, Elliot came back to me, called me up one day and said, hey, Paul, you know, I need you to get on the board. I said, OK, well, let me think about it. I said, no problem. Let me think about it. Give me a couple of weeks. And so um, a friend of mine called me on, uh, called me up and said, you know what? I saw that you just became a board member for SBAC. I said, what? And he said, you know, he said, uh, there's a gentleman that made an announcement that you had took a position as the as a board director for SBAC. I said, I didn't commit yet. And so <laughs> Elliot, I called Elliot and Elliot's like, well, I just knew you were going to say yes. So I just went and did it anyway. <laughs> so he said, oh, yeah, by the way, too, uh, I had Patty to sign you up for a mentoring program as well. I said, Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So I took on that task, too. But I'm, but I'm glad that I, I, I reentered, came back with SBC under the board of directors. It's a really good organization. Right. Uh, it, it, uh, the mentorship uh, program is excellent. And I think that we need, well, I feel that we need a lot more mentoring when it comes to, you know, certain things like finances, because th- these are the things that are not being taught in school. Right. You know, so yep. th- those things are important. The value of some of the things that we do, you know, when it comes to insurance, when it comes to annuities, 
you know, just to understand, you know, how this whole financial tool, the tools in finance work. Right. So I'm I'm very excited about being there. I also want to talk about another organization that I'm a part of. uh, It's called JFLC, which is the Jewish Foundation Loan Committee. Uh, uh, It's a very new organization. And what they do real quick, what they do is that they provide loans for people uh, that are in need up to five thousand dollars if wow. you if you're in a situation where you you know you had some hard times and we know during this pandemic Boy, sure, there's yeah. been a lot of people that had hard times and they just need a few dollars just to get over the hump mm-hmm. well this organization is a excellent tool for that so they need to contact you if they want more information absolutely right? so. and that that same number three one two two six five five zero nine seven okay that's great and thanks yeah. for sharing that sure hey you know obviously this is a show about how we integrate our faith and work right sure so uh paul how do you do that <laughs> you know it's, it's 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 funny you know every single day when i wake up uh you know i i give him praise give him thanks yep you know because without him you know bma would not exist mm-hmm. you know i can talk about nana i mm-hmm. can talk about my mom but i mean the ultimate person the ultimate decision maker that was god that, yeah. that was definitely god and i do that every single day now again visibility means everything too do people know your personal faith Absolutely. Okay, and, so and customers have, and vendors and people you deal with on a regular basis know that a, you're a Christian? Absolutely. Okay. You know, I mean, we have, uh, and like, as we mentioned before, you know, it's just that we're all Christians. Yep. At the end of the day, we are, whether we're yep. Yep. Baptist, Lutheran, Catholic, right, exactly. we're all Christians. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, you also uh, shared a, a little bit of a motto that you incorporate as far as your faith and uh, incorporating your faith and, and some stories behind that. So what's the motto all about here? Well, uh, is this about putting your clients first? Well, you know what? That's interesting. You know, the I tell people when I go to bed, I snore. Okay. And the reason why I snore because I always put God mm-hmm. and my clientele in front of my own personal agenda. Okay. And I've done I've done that from day one. Yep. You know, and what does that mean? That that means that uh, BMA Paul Dark. Uh, potentially could have made a little bit more dollars, but at the same time, you know, my faith with God puts me in a situation where I have to, from under his guidance, mm-hmm. I have to put people in front of my own personal agenda. I right. always will. Of course. And, you, you, and particularly with the instruments what you're giving financial, when you start talking about security and protection, you know, that's a big task. That's a big thing. Sure. So, uh, have you ever prayed with any of your clients if they're in desperate need or in situations where you, you felt moved to pray for them? You know, and a- absolutely. I mean, there there was one particular client that had some IRS problems, mm. you know, and didn't know what they were going to do. Uh, had two days, I mean, with two days, had to meet payroll, did not oh, have wow. the money to meet payroll. Wow. And, you know, what I do now is that I ask God for solutions. mm and just kept thinking, kept praying on it. And I said, let me just think. And I called a friend of mine who had a factoring company. Mm. And with the factoring company, they were able to put dollars into that person's uh, bank account to provide them with a line of credit to meet the payroll. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, That's you know, those, those type yeah. of things make you feel feel real good. Yeah. How'd that client feel about that? Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's just that, that she's, you know, we sat back, we prayed on it. Great. We came back and prayed and she said, you know, thank you. I said, no, don't thank me. Yeah. Thank God. 
You bet. Right. Yeah. Right. He's the one that's in control here. Absolutely. He's the one doing that. That is absolutely. But he inspired you to make the call. Absolutely. And figure out a way to do that, you know, and help. Um, What what inspires you in your daily work, you know, as far as anything divine? You know, just, you know, just, you know, as as I watch my father, my father was a dentist. Mm -hmm. And obviously he wanted, you know, just like any any other person, he wants your kids to follow your footsteps. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, it's crazy. I had all the tools set to be a dentist. Mm -hmm. When I was a young kid, back when I was about 16 years old, I started working for my father. Ah, And I started to repair the dentures, Ah. make impressions for dentures, and became very good at what I do. And so it got to a point where I not only did it for him, but I did it for all his fellow friends that were dentists. And I started making a lot of money. I mean, but see, back in the 70s, you know, $200 back in the 70s was a lot of money, you know? So I started making a lot of money. And it got to the point where I was able to take out, you know, my girlfriends and things Mm -hmm. like that. And, you know, I had a lot of money, you know? So, but the one thing that that I, it just was not in my spirit, Uh, you know, to do this. It just was not in my spirit. And I'm so glad that I followed the path that God gave me. Yeah. Because this is what I was born to do. This is what you're you know. Born to do. And the thing about it is, one time my dad said something, and it's so true, is find something that you like to do, yeah. and you never have to work a day in your life. Yeah, my grandfather gave me the yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. He, and that's so true. It is true because, you know, everything goes away. Right. You know, if you're passionate about it, the only thing I would share with you, and you probably suffer from this too, uh, you work at it too much. Yeah. You know, because you yeah. really enjoy it, you're into it, yeah. and spend maybe too much time and take some True. time. I know that I'm guilty that I took time away True. from my family. True. And uh, that's not good. You True. Know? As I tell people, it's my addiction. True. You know? Oh, yeah, my same here. This is my addiction. You well, know, you know I, well, my kids will tell you, outside of golf, yeah. this is my addiction. <laughs> <laughs> well, you also shared a little bit about some mentoring that you do through your daughter. So what, tell, share with that. Yeah, actually, actually um, my oldest daughter, Brianna, uh, is a uh, academic advisor over at uh, Kenny King, and often uh, we talk a lot in regard to some of her students. Okay, and if I can provide guidance, but not from a vast majority of base. You know, I like to do one on ones because sometimes you you're able to get get out of people something that you would not get out if you had a group of people. Right. Yeah. Exactly. You know, so I just kind of like spend one on one, and I listen to them because I always. I was always taught, and we talked about this before, right. that it's the reason why God provided us with two ears and one mouth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he placed the emphasis on listening and not talking. Yeah, you're funny because I just listened to a podcast from a, uh, a great podcaster by the name of Craig Greshel, which is also a pastor mm-hmm. uh, for Life Church out in uh, Oklahoma. He got 33 campuses. Well, people know him because of you version, the Bible app. His church created that. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was talking about, he does a leadership podcast. He was talking about exactly that. Yeah. It's, with it's leaders, true. shut up and listen. You know, Thank you. you have a tendency you want to talk too much and just shut up and listen to your employee, especially so now coming out of a crisis. It was a great podcast. And right. any of you out there, uh, know of him, but listen to him. He's got a, a great leadership podcast out there. That I encourage people. I send it out to people all the time because it's inspiring. It's right on. It's dead on. Right. He's got great guests. I mean, he has some really yeah. world-renowned people that he interviews on that show, too. Yeah. So that's all great content. Yeah. Well, listen, I want to find out from you, what words of wisdom would you have given to your younger self, Know what you know now? You know what? I, honestly, if I, if I could do it all over again, and it's funny because my pastor had said one day, he said, what would the 45-year-old Paul Dirk, and I, I told him, I said, no, that's a correction. 
it's not Paul Dark. It's Paul Dark and Handsome. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but he said, what would the old, what 45-year-old Paul Dark tell the 20-year-old Paul Dark? And I would have uh, told him, take as many financial courses as you can, mm-hmm. because that's just something that we ignore. Okay. Now, real quick, this mm-hmm. is a speed date, because we're less than 30 seconds. Sure. What's cool, funny, and amazing about Paul Dark? Paul, Paul Dark is, what's cool about Paul Dark? Paul Dark is a licensed scuba diver, <laughs> have been a licensed scuba diver since since 1976. Wow, wow, I love it. I've had the opportunity to do that down the Caribbean, and boy, yeah. what a, what a, that is so cool. Oh, cool. down underneath, but we're going to be right back here with my special guest, Paul Dark, for a mystery roundtable. We're going to roundtable a mystery subject. Uh-oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, we're back here with my guest, Paul Dark, a managing partner of Benefit Management Associates. And uh, we're going to roundtable. The mystery subject today is going to be what, Paul? Generational wealth. Generational wealth. Yeah. I don't think we've ever roundtabled that here today. So what's your thoughts on generational wealth? You know, it's very, it's very important. You know, th- there's, there's a couple of tools on how we accomplish generational wealth. Okay. One is through real estate. Okay. You know, yep. this country is for sale. Mm-hmm. You know, you should be able, you should be in the position to buy as much land as you can. Mm-hmm. The other thing is, is through insurance. Mm. And I know a lot of people say, well, you know, Paul Dark is talking about this because of his relationship with insurance, but insurance is one of the fastest way to develop and receive generational wealth. Let me just give you a perfect example. Yeah. When my grandson was born, when he was born, I got him a half a million dollar IUL, which is a index universal life policy. Okay. What does that mean? What that means is that when he becomes of age mm-hmm. in his 20s, 30s, mm-hmm. he would have accumulated in a cash value of th- over $300,000. Wow. Wow. That to be utilized how he wants it to. Now, I can position it where I can make it a trust, mm-hmm. irrevocable, revocable. Uh, I can position it to say you can't spend it until you receive it, you become a certain age. Right. But the most important tool, though, is the fact that how would it be to start out at 21 years old and have accumulated that type of money. Right. That's what we call generational wealth. But you said something also important that's really near and dear to your heart, and that is financial literacy. Correct. It's one thing to do that for your grandson that doesn't have that yet. But the other thing, too, is is hanging on to that money and doing something with it, you know, beyond sure. that 300 grand. You know? Sure. So that's, that's the other part of this thing that I see as far as, you know, because <clears throat> let's face it, you know, there's people out there that are trust babies that blow every single penny of sure. it. They never earn it. They don't understand the value of that because sure. they didn't have to work for it. Sure. You know, so I would say coupled with that, there's got to be an educational component so people are responsible with that kind of money. Sure. You know, the, the thing we have to realize, and I, and I taught my kids, is I taught my kids to say that when you have these, these tools, what you have to do is you're just basically borrowed from yourself. Mm-hmm. You're not yep. borrowing from the bank. 
you know, you, you, you pay whatever interest you're paying, you're paying yourself the interest. Right. You know, so what you do is that you utilize that money to do what? Right. Not to buy liabilities, <clears throat> to buy assets. Yep. That's what you do. That's because it. if it puts you in a position to buy assets, now that money is working for you. You want to make sure residual income is the key. Right. Residual income is the key. You want your money to, to make money as we sleep. Yep. You know, and that's, that's biblical, right? Yeah. And that's the example of the talents, right? Yeah. Where the, the uh, a landowner walked away and he gave each distributed with, with uh, you know, coins and take care of this for me. Sure. And the two top ones he rewarded were the ones who grew the money. Right? Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> and the third one just buried it and didn't do anything with it, absolutely. right? Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Man, I, I, I tell you that, you're absolutely right. And I don't think a lot of people probably don't view insurance as a, as a financial instrument, do they? They, they, they? they really don't. I mean, you know, this it's just that, you know, we have to understand that, that – um, we were in a mindset to provide what we call term insurance. Mm-hmm. And we never used the permanent insurance components that were available. Right. And we really, really, really should because what it does is that it not only provides a, a mechanism to accumulate money, to accumulate mm-hmm. cash, but what it does also, it gives you the ability to work with your loved ones, even if you don't have the ability to buy that permanent policy for your grandkid, your daughter, what you do, even if you had one for yourself, what happens when your when your your um your 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 son, your daughter, your grandkid asks you for some some money to do something positive. You wanna be able to have that ability to do that. And the way you do that is you can go out there and say, okay, well let me just take out twenty thousand, ten thousand, five thousand from this particular policy to put my grandson, my do- granddaughter and I'm also, and I don't want to. I also want to mention my granddaughter as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, when she becomes uh, one years old in September 21st, I'm giving her a half that's a million dollar gift. policy that's as well. That's a gift you're going to give her. Yeah. And you're absolutely right. It's a gift that keeps on giving. You oh know? yeah. And a lot absolutely. of people don't realize that. And it's one of the most stable uh, instruments, you yeah. know, as far as that goes. And, I, and it's not taxed, right? Absolutely. That's the that <laughs> is the free. that is the key. Yeah. That is tax free dollars. Yeah. So you know, uh, Uncle Sam, you know that that finger that's pointing like that. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, he's, he's doing it. He does that to me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> he does that to you all the time. You know, one of the other elements I want to bring into this too is, you know, that um, it, how do I say this? Charity's got to be somewhere in here. You know, with this, there's a responsibility. Those that have been given much, there's much, you know, expected. And so in this educational process of, sure, generational wealth, accumulation of wealth, where's the component in there of giving back and helping out our fellow man? You know what? Giving back (coughs) is is extremely important, especially with the community. And and what I always tell people, it can be done in a whole facets of things. You know, it could be done from a monetary standpoint. It could be done for just spending some time, you know. Time, treasure, and talent. You know, you know, it's, it's, it's important to, to give when, when it, from a monetary standpoint. Right. But sometimes it's as equal, if not more important, yep. to spend those t- that time with those people. Yep. So that way they can see a face. You know, you th- these kids nowadays, the, the millennials, you know, they're, they're social media orientated. They're text mm-hmm. orientated. 
you know, and the interaction between one another is difficult. Yep. And that's something that I miss. Yep. So I am so glad that we're overcome this it's pandemic. It's funny that we're, you're talking about that because I'm in the, you know, having to rename my company because I just, I, I just uh, you know, sold it. Mm-hmm. And so I got to take my LLC and change the name on it and all sure. that. And uh, just today with my attorneys, we chose the name Human to Human. There because that was the name that I had for a URL. I want us to get back to that, Paul. I want to get Same back to that relation because one of the things you shared also, and you're kind of a behind-the-scenes guy, you said, but it, it's that has more impact on young people, I believe. It's about the walk. If you're going to talk, it, you better have the walk to go along with it because that's what will impress them. They've seen a lot of this going on and people walking in a different direction. I mean, there's so many bad examples out there. And, you know, being able to, to walk the talk, you know, as to what you do, but because actions speak louder than words. And one of the things, too, that's on my heart is how do we take as a, as, you know, maybe a little bit more senior generation here that's a, a big portion of our population and give back some of this wisdom and some of these life's experiences, you know, and also this intersection of getting back to being human with each other. Because we've got so much divisiveness now in relationships, you know, like mm-hmm. we were talking about with G7, relationships really matter. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what really matters. Sure. Because that's where, that's where trust lies. Sure. You know, and so I think that we, and as you said before, the, the, <clears throat> we come together because we have more in common than we have, you know, in disagreement. Mm-hmm. And how we can communicate that. And I think that's, again, us stepping up to the plate. And I believe in particularly Christians. We got to lead the way. We're... We are led to be salt and light. Mm-hmm. And that's why, you know, I get in my box a little bit about this, but um, particularly for business leaders, you know, we have a, a business tree that is bigger than most churches. When you look sure. at the average business owner has, has a uh, influence over 1,500 people mm-hmm. on average, okay? And I know you have even more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you look at your clients, you look at your employees, and you look at your vendors, the people that you interface with, that's a big audience. Sure. And we have, uh, I believe, as, as Christian leaders, because Billy Graham said it best, the next re- <clears throat> revival in this country is going to be in the marketplace, not in the four walls of churches. Oh, I agree. You know, so anyway. I got I my agree. it got on my board. Oh, no, I, I was preaching a no, little I bit. I totally agree. I can't believe we're out of time already, Paul. This wow, is unbelievable. Wow. This has gone most fast. enjoyable here. Thank you so much for being Thank a you. guest today. Thank you You've for having me. a lot of inspiration, wisdom, and encouragement to our audience today. Hopefully, you'll get out there and check out Paul at uh, Benefit Management Associates. He's got giving you the phone number out, 312-265-5097. We're going to be back next Saturday here on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life, and uh, we're going to give you a little bit more inspiration. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for joining us for Faith Marketplace Radio, here to inspire, equip, and encourage Chicagoland's Christian business community. Faith Marketplace is on every Saturday at noon, right here on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. Listen to past shows anytime online at faithmarketplace.com.